Hello and welcome to Reading the Bible Cover to Cover in 365 Days. My name is Andrea Lendy, author of the book and Bible reader and studier for over a decade. And I'm excited to share some thoughts with you about today's reading. Welcome to day 356 of Reading the Bible Cover to Cover in 365 Days. Let us pray. Oh Lord, thank you for speaking to our hearts as we read your word. Help us hear your gentle whispers today. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, let's see what Jesus is teaching us in John chapter 21. We start this chapter with the disciples fishing. Usually, they would follow Jesus from town to town and minister to the people. They would sit at his feet and learn along with everyone else. However, now he was gone from their human point of view, and they returned to what they knew, fishing. The Lord had another miracle waiting for them while they were doing their everyday things. First, he made sure they caught nothing on their own. Then he stood on the beach and told them how to catch an enormous amount of fish, and they did. It was then that they recognized who Jesus was. Sometimes our efforts produce little fruit, but when God steps in and guides us, we see and experience his miracles. Jesus had already prepared a fire with fish cooking on it. He also brought bread. He knew they'd be hungry and tired after a long night of fishing, and he made sure they were satisfied before he tended to their spirits and gave them the next set of instructions. We see God's love here as he tended to the disciples' needs. He cares for our needs as well. Next, Jesus tells Peter to feed his lambs, shepherd his sheep, and feed his sheep. We see the Lord knows we need to be fed physically and spiritually, and he will care for both. May we be thankful that the Lord sees and tends to our daily needs. Last, Peter asks Jesus about John. Jesus had just given Peter the massive task of tending to the world's spiritual well-being. Still, Peter wanted to know about John. Jesus said, If I want him to stay, survive, live until I come, what is that to you? What concern is that of yours? You follow me. All this with an exclamation point. The Lord wants us to keep our eyes on him, stay in our own lane, and serve him as he asks. When we take our eyes off him and look at what other people are doing or are receiving, we open the door to jealousy and contention. May we keep our eyes on God and what he has for us instead of looking at what others have. We read the book of Zephaniah today. Zephaniah was the one prophet who descended from royalty, King Hezekiah. He was born during the reign of the evil King Manasseh, so he likely saw some pretty awful things growing up. He prophesied during King Josiah's reign. Josiah turned the people back to God. He made sure the temple was restored and in doing so found the book of the Lord. When it was read to Josiah, he recognized that his predecessors hadn't followed it and God's wrath would be upon them. God spared Josiah from experiencing his wrath because of his soft heart to the Lord. But God's wrath would come, which Zephaniah writes about in this book. You can read more about King Josiah in 2 Kings 22 and 23. In chapter 1, Zephaniah writes about God's plan to bring desolation to Judah. In verse 4, he writes about God's plan to cut off all idol worship, which he does through King Josiah. However, this only lasted through King Josiah's reign. God warned everyone, including royalty, what he planned to do because they worshiped idols instead of him. Verse 8 says, I will punish the officials and the king's sons and all who are clothed in lavish royal apparel instead of the Jewish dress with its reminders to obey God's commandments. It is possible that Zephaniah could deliver this message to royalty because he descended from royalty. 
Zephaniah warns the merchants about the upcoming desolation. The wealthy merchants relied on their wealth to save them, but we know it didn't. In the same way, we cannot depend on wealth to save us either. Jesus told us to seek the kingdom of God first and foremost because earthly treasures will fade away. May our hearts seek God and not the world. Verse 18 says, Neither their silver nor their gold shall be able to deliver them in the day of the Lord's indignation and wrath. Again, let us turn from the world and seek the Lord. Chapter 2 calls for repentance. Verse 3 says, Seek the Lord, inquire for him, inquire of him, and require him as the foremost necessity of your life. Well, this verse says it all. Let us seek the Lord and rely on him. God's judgment doesn't come just upon Judah and Israel. Zephaniah writes about all the surrounding nations. They came up for judgment as well. We have read the same from other prophets. Zephaniah was likely prophesying at the same time as Jeremiah and Habakkuk. It is interesting how God gives the same message to more than one person, and I see him doing this even today. May our hearts be open to the messages God puts in our hearts. In chapter 3, verse 2, Zephaniah lists the sins against the people. They didn't listen to God's voice. They didn't accept instruction or correction that God sent to them. They didn't trust in God as they trusted in their wealth. And they didn't draw close to him, but sought other gods. Let's look at ourselves through this lens and ask God to show us where we need to come up higher. May he draw us close to him, help us trust him, receive his instruction, and have the strength to obey him as we hear his gentle whispers in our hearts. We have already received the promise of God through Jesus' death and resurrection. We have his Holy Spirit within us to rise above the sinful world. We can praise the Lord for his mercy, grace, and forgiveness. The people we are reading about hadn't received this yet. God promises they will, and God is faithful to his word. Let's see what we can learn from Proverbs 25 today. Solomon starts out talking about God's glory, which he says is concealed. We cannot even fathom the true glory of God. Every once in a while, we may get a glimpse of his glory, but it is faded compared to what we don't know. Solomon writes that kings attempt to search out the glory of God. Both are unsearchable, the glory of God and the glory of kings. As an example, as a mother, I know things my children don't know. I make decisions based on those things. My decisions don't always make sense to my kids because they don't know all the facts. If they did, they'd understand why I make the decisions I do. I imagine this is something like what Solomon is writing about. The people come to him for answers but don't have all the information. He gave his answers based on all the information. May we entertain the possibility of trusting in God more deeply, knowing that we don't know everything he does and that his plan is better than ours. He has all the information and he is always acting on our behalf to help us, not hinder us. Verse 11 says, A word fitly spoken and in due season is like apples of gold and settings of silver. Our words can be beautiful just as they can be the opposite. We can pray for wisdom to say the right things and hold back on the wrong things. Verses 21 and 22 are noteworthy and we should meditate on them. If your enemy is hungry, give him bread to eat. And if he is thirsty, give him water to drink. For in doing so, you will heap coals of fire upon his head and the Lord will reward you. Jesus offered bread and wine to Judas. He didn't hold back the first communion from him. We probably hold back blessings from our enemies. However, let us attempt to be more like Jesus and bless those who curse us. We can pray for the strength and desire to do this. God will answer that prayer. Let us pray. O oh Lord, thank you for teaching us more of your ways in your word today. 
Some of the lessons are difficult, while some are easier. Lord, help us hear the difficult ones and be obedient to you in all ways. Keep our hearts soft toward you so we continue to worship you and love you with all our hearts. Keep our eyes on you, Lord, and not the world. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for walking this journey with me and being a faithful reader of God's word. I pray that he shows himself as the God who loves you deeply and cares about every detail in your life. Come back tomorrow for some more thoughts and insights as you read God's word.